Conversation Anyway. This is Boring Conversation Anyway, a Star Wars podcast. Brought to you by the guys at flyguy.net, dbsw.net, and youtube.com slash sithlord229. Boring Conversation Anyway is officially sponsored by bigbadtoystore.com. Thousands of toys and cool collectibles shipping worldwide. Make sure you check out bigbadtoystore.com for their hot pre-orders and new arrivals. Also sponsored by chowrintoys.com, the world's second biggest Lego store. All new and hard to find Lego. Hey, this is Boring Conversation Anyway, episode 31. And uh, with me today, well, I'm Flyguy from Flyguy.net. And with me is Mr. Sith Lord from a very sunny UK morning. Hello. Hello, hello. And also joining us today is semi-regular, uh, back from hiatus, Mr. Clone Trooper RC1608. Good morning. How you doing? Oh, good evening. Well, good evening, good morning, whatever you are. So it's a bit of a UK cast flavour. The last one we did was a bit of a US one. So we've got a UK UK posse in full effect here. And um, look, straight in, the first thing we uh, nearly forgot to talk about and add to the list, which is, I don't know how we did really, because he's been such a kind of inspiration for years, but Ralph McQuarrie passed away. And um, yeah. a bit of a shame, that, really. Mm-hmm. But... Um, did had a, a good long life, that's for sure. Um, 1929, uh, Ralph McQuarrie was born, and he died just on March the 3rd. I know he's, he's certainly had some life. But um, look, uh, Ralph McQuarrie, what, what did he mean to you, Steve, throughout your kind of Star Wars? Did you, How did you first find out about him, or what was your kind of uh, experience of Ralph stuff that he did? Who's taking this one? I was going to say, we've got you the three Steves. Okay. Um, I just sort of like, uh, I covered this in in an article I wrote for Jedi News recently. Um, I just sort of, the the thing that stuck out the most about Ralph McQuarrie and his work in particular was, I guess, what Star Wars could have looked like. If you know, if if the the designs and the artwork that Ralph came up with, if they'd have been fully followed through, mm. um, and put onto the, you know, if if the what was on the canvas had made the jump onto the screen, you know, it, I just found it so interesting what Star Wars could have looked like, and I think that's the one thing that, yeah, that's the one that thing that sticks out for me the most. You are see what did you when was you, when did you ever get to first learn about Ralph McQuarrie? Were you much younger? Or was it later on in your life? Or um, I, I couldn't really sort of tell you when I sort of like. I mean, I've now 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 being a seasoned veteran of uh, <laughs> the Star Wars universe, you sort of know about it. I could I couldn't tell you when I first sort of like come across it. I mean, I, I was always loved my art when I was at school, so there must have been. I must have been looking at the, the Macquarie pictures, but not necessarily realising at the time. Sure. Who you know, the, what it was. This yeah, person, yeah, had, had made to to the Star Wars universe. So, I, I think it really hit me when I was a kid, and uh, there was just, I mean, there was just a drought of Star Wars stuff. There was nothing around at all, and apart from getting the odd figures and the Marvel comic, one thing that came out certainly when I was a kid in the UK was a Star Wars poster book. And it was all this kind of background information um, that had uh, artwork in it from Ralph McQuarrie, plus all this background info on on some of the the movies as well. And that's what I first came across, the pictures of Ralph McQuarrie. And what blew me away was uh, this painting of this sequence that was 
of uh, a stormtrooper with a lightsaber, which I just thought, whoa, what is this? And just all this kind of background stuff. And that began to uh, open up this whole pile of info. And I can remember very clearly managing to get hold of a, a Ralph McQuarrie art book maybe a few years later, I think well into kind of Empire Strikes Back time. And and again, seeing all his stuff, his first run at the Death Star and realizing that he, sorry, not the Death Star, at Cloud City. And he actually painted that mm-hmm. way, way back in uh, the time for A New Hope because that was going to be part of the story. So um, he's a stunning guy. Did, did any of you get to, obviously, when the figures came out a while back, the, which was quite a memorable moment for me, the anniversary collection, I take it, were they ones that you guys all picked up and kind of sought after? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm only missing a, uh, the odd few. I picked up most of them. The only ones that I'm missing, I think, are Obi Wan and Yoda. Um, but I've still got all mine carded and stuck up, up on, on my wall. So I guess that's my my own little tribute to Ralph McQuarrie in some ways is the fact that I've still got all these cool figures plastered up on my wall in the packaging because mm. the the packaging's still got the artwork on on the card backs. So you know, you can earn a little piece of Ralph McQuarrie art without actually earning earning the artwork. I know, I know. And the same goes for that big-ass statue that I've got as well, the, the Kurt Bakir thing. It's like a 12-inch statue, and it's the... Oh, that's right. The You've got the, Dar- the jewel, the Darth, and the... It's the Gobi. Darth Vader thing, isn't it? Yeah, the jewel between one, yeah. him and Luke. Yeah. Excellent. And that's pretty awesome as well. So, yeah. mm. What about you, RC? Did you have much, uh, did you have much Ralph stuff posted? Well, I, figures you, I'll give you one guess as to which um, Macquarie concept figure I got. So... <laughs> 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 Funny enough, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's I, I I like the like the old uh, sort of like version of um, uh, C3PO where you've got the uh, like the Metropolis uh, kind of style, Metropolis mm. influenced sort yeah, of yeah, uh, yeah. version. It's uh, which I, I guess sort of goes to sort of show how. How futuristic thinking that was when that was made back in, crikey, even before I was born. So you know. I know, I know, I know. One of the things I loved about him was, uh, well, no surprise, I think for me as well either, was the white bow fit. Uh, although Joe Johnson, I think, was the guy that uh, I can't remember who it was. Joe Johnson and, um, and Ralph. Anyway, there was a combination of the two, but Ralph's original sketches for the the Mandalorians just again blew me away. And and one thing which I always loved was. Um, Again, with all the hype for the Empire Strikes Back, it was that very cool logo for it's Darth's helmet with flames underneath for the Empire Strikes Back. It was a patch that was used on the crew's um, gear when they were filming in Norway and, and different places. So, again, all these little bits and pieces. There's a great gallery on uh, ralphmcquarrie.com, and uh, you can see some of the, the paintings that he's done and again they're just some of them are just so close to the movies uh, it's incredible particularly Luke getting out of his crash snow speeder for, with the Atats and the uh, Bespin Cloud City and uh, oh it's just they're stunning 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 work so it really was sad to see him go but I think he lived a long long life and um, he really I mean he was he was Star Wars visually I think for a long long time because I think yeah. without him yeah half of the film probably wouldn't get made, I think, uh, given the kind of strong visuals. But He certainly guess, seemed to gra- the grasp the ideas that George and Kai were after, wasn't it? You know? He did. He did. He really did. There was, a really, there was a really powerful quote that I read online recently, and it was, um, it was something along the lines of, while George Lucas is the maker, um, Ralph McQuarrie is definitely the creator. Mm. 
definitely. No, there's, uh, again, I'm just looking through the galleries online here, and there's even stuff still that I've never seen from Ralph McQuarrie. Uh, lots of uh, uh, extra kind of creatures and things that he'd done, and yeah, I just don't think we know how. And that's some of the stuff that's been released. But some of the other bits and pieces he'd done, if, if people didn't know, Battlestar Galactica, Back to the Future, Batteries Not Included, Close Encounters, E.T., Forbidden Planet, The Golden Child, a classic old crappy movie with Eddie Murphy. Eddie uh, Murphy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. There was another one. Star Trek, Total Recall. I mean, he was just, he was unbelievable. He really was a, a, a major visionary for sci-fi. Um, but there we go. He's, we could talk about him all day and dedicate a whole show, I think, looking through his artwork. it's it's um, There's some stunning, stunning stuff up there on uh, RalphMcQuarrie.com and trippers and aliens and uh, a real weird one I always remember was uh, it's uh, set on Endor and it's this massive green giant with a little tiny Ewok fighting him off but it was apparently a, a part of the Return of the Jedi story we never got to see but but there we go so Ralph McQuarrie uh, 1929 to 2012 you'll be missed sir but there you go um Something else is it's not quite someone's died, but it's certainly the end of a, a bit of a, a chapter was um, a guy called Dan Curto, who some of you may know and some of you may not, but really for a lot of us, uh, we knew him as the kind of key photographer behind Rebel Scum and Cool Toy Review. Uh, Mr. Sith Lord, do, do you, uh, what do you know of Dan Curto? What did you hear about him in the past? Well, um Basically, I just considered Dan to be the the guy, the genius really behind Rebel Scum. Um, so I've been following Rebel Scum since like 2005, yeah. um, and it was always the the number one site to go to. You know, if you wanted pi- the most awesome pictures and written reviews on figures and collectibles and all that kind of thing. And I think he's done some really fantastic work. And uh, the fact that he's no, you know, I, I find it really hard that he's not going to be doing a job that he did so well anymore. Yeah, what what about you, RC? You 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 know who Dan Cutter was in the past, or I'm just having a quick look on Google. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, come on, Google, well, come on, don't fail me now. Well, that, I mean, that's that's a good point. It's, it's not some somebody that everyone would know. Um, so that's that's fair. That that's, that's probably I mean, a, a good I've, reason to ask. I've I've used like rebels. It's it's probably um, a bit shocking. I've I've used Rebel Scum for for years and years and years and. But just uh, was he the was he the like the was he the photographer yeah. for the yeah, yeah. The, the... he shot all the snaps for the uh, for the photo archives yeah because yeah. um I, th- I think I can remember uh, reading something in the one of the Star Wars Insider magazines was it in there about him I think yeah. well, I might, yeah. might, might might be thinking of somebody else I think but... he, I think he's got like a he has sections in the magazine I think he's a contributor to the magazine anyway I think but uh. Well, look, I mean, anyway, he's um, in a very really mysterious kind of message um, he posted on Facebook. Uh, he said in brackets he'd been fired. Now, if you're going to be fired, you, I don't know why he would put it. I don't know. There's obviously something behind going on behind the scenes. But it all started going a bit weird a couple of weeks ago, uh, listening to the Forcecast Collector's Edition. And... Um, uh, James from Jedi News, I think it was, that said uh, he's leaving, and I thought, well, fair enough, maybe somebody's taken over, and 
And then Dan said he's leaving too, and I thought, oh, what's happening? And um, so, so what was quite a cool podcast for collectors, um, although obviously not as cool as Boring Conversation anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, the, I thought these guys are maybe just going on hiatus, but um, I think the podcast seems to be um, either coming to an end or going through a refit. I don't know. I mean, yeah. so do you, you do some work for uh, Jedi News. Do you know any more? Or any I more? don't. I don't Speculate. know. I, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I just, I'm just finding it really, really difficult to comprehend that Dan was fired. Like I said, from a job that he's done so well for so many years. I just don't, you know. Um, I've, I've spoken to a few people about it, and they've said, and people who are a bit closer to Dan have said, you know, there is a lot more to this story um, than meets the eye. Mm. Um, but Dan, but apparently Dan's not one to kiss and tell, and all his you know, the future projects that he's got uh, mm-hmm. in the pipeline and stuff are all going to get sort of <clears throat> revealed in the next few, uh, in the next few weeks or, or whatever. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I just find it really difficult to fathom that he was fired. It's, it's weird. It's really odd. Uh, I think, I think that quote mark, uh, it's led to a lot of speculation on his Facebook page and a few people suggested and said, are you going to work for Hasbro? <laughs> Which I thought was kind of, quite a yeah. possibility um he's been an artist for a long time on uh, some of the uh galaxy star wars galaxy cards i believe and um uh, and so maybe between a combination of the artwork maybe he's moving on something else he works for i think a kind of digital media house production place which is a fairly creative thing so who knows but um uh, it just seems yeah you're, i mean i think like, like you'd said uh, sith lord it's um uh, since since as long as I think I can remember, since I think I've been in diapers, I think I can remember going to <laughs> rebelscum.com and, you know, pouring over their images. And it really was the only site in its day. And um, yeah. I still go there, but it's a little bit less because there's so many more sites who specialize. But, yeah, it's um, yeah, a bit weird and shocking to see it. But, um, oh, well, we'll find it soon enough. But uh, it kind of leads on to an interesting thing which just happened the other day, which funnily enough was reported on Rebel Scum as well, and that is Hasbro were laying off 150 jobs. Eh, I don't know if that's um, speculation, either of you. What do you think about performance for Hasbro? Good, bad? Yeah, well, I, I had a read through of it, funnily enough, this morning before um, before we went on air. <laughs> and um, it, it, seem, it seems to be sort of like the... the they haven't reached their targets, have they? Yes. For the uh, for like the US and Canada. I mean, <laughs> I've got to, sorry, I've just got to laugh at that. They haven't met the targets for the US and Canada. For... When? <laughs> when? <laughs> UK more like UK Australia maybe, but I, US, I don't think we. What? I don't think the UK and Australia and other countries exist, do they? Yeah. <laughs> the Republic doesn't re- exist out here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Republic credits are no good. Um, yeah, it, uh, yeah, it's, it's 170 I, I, jobs. I bet, I bet it is. It's you've got some high flying exact in in uh, finance. It's drawn a what we call a, a hockey stick graph, where you know it's shaped like a hockey stick, and then sales just keep going through the roof. And because you haven't met the hockey stick, yeah, you're, you're well, like, if you draw a hockey stick and put it on an angle, that's that's how you get the. Well, I mean, in the grand scheme of increased yes. sales but it doesn't always work like that does it and when you're getting repacks of repacks of repacks of repacks uh, of repacks 
It's probably on a, on a, I mean, it sounds like a lot to you, you know, us here, and we're like, my God, 170 people, there's only three of us. But um, Hasbro is over 6,000 employees worldwide. And um, mm. I was at the Australian Toy Fair here last week, and I can tell you, I mean, there was no shortage of numbers, and their stand was big. They're, um, they're mm. not small. So um, it says here on, on, on Reuters uh, that they just mentioned that um, the moves are made to address both the underperformance in the USA and Canada segment and the need for different skill sets in the company's workforce to be better aligned with a quickly evolving business. Eh, I, yeah, I think you didn't meet your target, you know, really. But um, all yeah. to do with a, a weak post-Thanksgiving demand for games and puzzles. So it doesn't mention figures, but... Um, yeah, who knows? Hundreds. I don't know. It's um, it's it, it's something anyway. I've never seen so many being laid off from Hasbro as far as I can recall. And um, I don't know. We were we were joking about this earlier on in the before we started the, the call here. But uh, yeah, maybe this is the reason for the the ankle articulation going. And we're seeing there may be cutbacks on certain figures. And you know, two headed figures may only get one head. And who knows? Who knows? But. Um, Oh well, hopefully the the toys will keep going. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't look great for when people are getting their jobs cut. But uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Um, Admiral Akbar. Did any of you guys ever know who this guy was who uh, did the voice of Admiral Akbar? Ever heard about him? Nope. 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 <laughs> URC. Nope. 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 Who knew nope, nope. it was a guy called Eric Bowersfield that was the voice of Admiral Akbar with his famous It's a Trap. But also, uh, he is the voice for Bib Fortuna in Return of the Jedi, which I didn't realize either. But um, very cool video up uh, online. He's 90 years old now. Um, he's a very uh, talented guy, having done a lot of radio drama and a lot of uh, serious, serious films. And he talks in this very cool video about uh, taking his mom to see Return of the Jedi to say, Mom, I'm in the film. And she's like, shh, I don't want to, I'm busy watching it. She was too interested in the movie. And um, it was the most commercial thing I think he'd ever really done. But people keep sending him things to autograph. And it's a very cool little video. And if you didn't know who the voice behind was, uh, the voice behind Akbar was, it's, uh, it's pretty worthwhile watching it. Um, it's short and sweet, but there you go. Um Something else which uh, popped up that just literally the other day, which I didn't, uh, didn't, I don't think you guys probably were going to get a chance to get because Yuki time it was the middle of the, the night I think, but uh, Dave Filoni popped online onto EntertainmentWeekly.com, and it was all to do with the premiere of uh, the Brothers episode of uh, the Clone Wars, and he was basically doing a live chat and he had some a few things to say online about season five and he was talking about some of the. Uh, bits and pieces. And I managed to get a question in there, and he answered it about Aura Singh and a few other bits and pieces. But he gave a few tidbits on um, the seasons and what's to come. Some interesting stuff. I don't know if you guys had a chance to get a look at it. I'm just going to pull down the, the link here. But um, uh, where are we? Let's have a look at see the stuff. So yeah, he talked a little bit about Bo Katan, the Mandalorian behind, um, well, the female Mandalorian behind Death Watch. But uh, apart from that, Boba's, Boba's not pleased at all with a size of interest. Um, he's definitely coming back for more. Um, Dirge, a character, was asked whether he would um, come back into the into the Clone Wars, and it's pretty likely he won't appear. Um, he talked about uh, Opa Rancis, or Opus Rancis, I think it is, from uh, um, 
the where does that guy where does that character appear? Is it the Phantom Menace? He's on the council. Does anyone know? Phantom Menace, isn't it? Is it the Phantom yeah. Menace? The, the, the snake, one, like the long, yeah, curly, yeah, 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 yeah. curly, like a hybrid of Santa and a snake, isn't it? <laughs> That's the one. Well, apparently his <laughs> his CG model has been approved, uh, but he's just not the scene. So we're going to get to see him. Um, Bacara, he's still working on that. He's really he'd love to get Bacara into the episode. So yay for the clones. Um, mm. <laughs> someone said, "What will happen to Fives?" Dave Filoni said, "He's the last of the Dominoes. His story will be told." So there's going to be more on that. Um, on season five, he commented, "It's a big season, a very important character moment. A lot changes forever for some of our heroes, especially Ahsoka. Ashley's best work and very powerful." And uh, Ora Singh, I think, is likely coming back as well. Nothing major, I think, was given away. There was a few other comments online. I just picked up some of the ones that caught my eye. But um, this was all about this episode, which was on just the other night. Um, Sith Lord, you said you've watched it, RC. Did you get a chance to acquire it, uh, watch it online, etc.? Did you? Wait, which? Sorry, which one is this? This is the Darth Maul reveal. Comes back. Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't managed to catch that one yet. I've, I've caught up to what was the one that I saw last? Oh, with with uh, Bobber and the the other bounty hunters trying to get that. Yeah, that was the episode before. That was That's before, before, isn't it? And you're only one behind. Yeah. Well, you managed to watch yeah, it, Mr. I, Sith Lord. What, what, what did you think of it? Um. And spoiler alerts uh, as well, by the way. Yeah, spoiler alerts. Yeah, yeah, spoiler alerts. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get slated for saying it, but I thought it really was one of those cases of all hype and no delivery because I was really disappointed with it. Mm. Um, I think, don't get me wrong, I think Sam Whitwood did a fantastic job at The Voice. Um, and if, and I, I said it on Facebook in a few comments earlier, I said, I said if you know if the, if the brief from Dave Filoni was to, um, you know, do the voice of a of a character who's just absolutely. 100% stark raving bonkers then mission accomplished because he did a really good job <laughs> uh, but I don't know I just thought it it the whole thing just felt a little bit rushed a little bit unorganized a little bit you know for, for people who maybe haven't seen the previous season it was a little bit un, you know it it wasn't explained properly um, yeah. and I thought the, the opening and the closing scenes were just a little bit random sort of the the scene when Savage presses in the the cantina and it's mm. sort of, I think, I think Daniel East who said it is, it, you know, you've got this this great big hunking monster who's just sort of been taken out of his environment, and the, and seeing him stood in the middle of a cantina, it just looked a little bit weird, um, and the whole scene just felt really random. Yeah. So if it wasn't for the fact that he, he was only there to get passage on that ship, it was a pointless scene in my opinion. Mm. Um, it was cool, but a bit pointless. And I thought the closing line from Obi Wan was so cheesy. Darth Maul's alive. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh Jesus! Come on. And he, you feel the scene. You've got the bloody force. Use it, man. I mean, you must know yeah. these things. So, like, you know, I don't know. It's uh, I didn't obviously... know that the force gives people the ability to um, work out people's names either, because Darth Maul's <clears throat> name is never uttered to Obi Wan in the Phantom Menace. So I didn't really know how Obi Wan knew his name. Oh, I think again. they have Rebel Scum, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holland News. <laughs> in the, oh, in this weekend, Holland News. Archives or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Darth Maul is alive. 
I guess it's like um, cell phones, I guess, the force. It's just obviously out of range once you get so far. The 3G goes out and you just, you know, you don't yeah. get quite get the signal that, you know, someone's around. But, um, you know, for a little pint-sized Yoda, he knows, Yoda, he knows everything that's going on. So, um, but, uh, like, spoiler alert again, we finally get to see Darth Maul. It really shouldn't be a surprise because it's actually on StarWars.com. They've plastered it everywhere. Um, and he comes back as an arachnid, basically. A big... Um, kind of spider droid mishmash of mm. junk and um i actually quite liked the episode i thought it, for once given that they've had such a build-up to this character and he's been something that you know was in a movie and so forth he actually you know to spend the 20 minutes because that's all that the clone wars is building up to it uh, was was actually pretty good but um they, they end up going to this planet called lotho minor which is very um it's a junk planet and really reminded me if you've played the Force Unleashed, um, yeah, Raxus Prime or something, I think it was. Yeah. Um, that junk planet as well. And the, the two of them looked the same. And it was just, you know, especially I thought... The, the, especially with the little guys that were running around as well. The little yeah, they, they were great. They, they were imagine, yeah. Tusken Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of uh, junkers, they were called. But yeah, they, they looked like... Um, robotic kind of Tuscan Raider kind of characters, but they were good. They were really creepy. Um, and big fire-breathing kind of uh, droids, which were basically just furnaces on legs. It was... It, they spent a lot of time on it. I think it was a good episode. Morley the snake was a bit of a... Yeah, there's a, a snake in the episode which talks away to Savage Press and... Didn't do that for me. No? Hello? Well, I'm oh, still here. You still? <laughs> I, hello. I'm I'm still here for a change. I think I think I think <laughs> Steve's uh, Steve's off. Steve's off I'm to local. Oh, you're back. Right. You're yeah. back. Yeah. My my mic cut out. Sorry. <laughs> my mic. So uh, we were talking about Morley the snake. I don't know whether it um caught through if you remember. Yeah. Yeah. He was a little bit odd, wasn't it? It was a bit odd. Well, yeah, um, I, I actually, I actually thought when he when he first popped up and he started talking, I thought it was Dee Bradley Baker who voiced him because I got a real, I don't know if either of you guys watch American Dad, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's the, the, yeah, the talking fish in that Klaus, um, it's Dee Bradley Baker who does the voice for him, and I thought it was Dee Bradley Baker who was doing the voice for Morley because I, I thought he sounded a lot like Klaus from American Dad, <laughs> but then I found out <laughs> it wasn't Dee Bradley Baker who voiced him, so I was like, oh, fair enough. But yeah, he was, he was very unneeded. I don't think he was yeah. really needed. I did, the voice reminded me of the guy from um, uh, The Hangover, uh, the Asian guy. Uh, <laughs> talking, yeah, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, go, Mr. Chow. Bitch, yes, that guy, Mr. Chow. And, um, <laughs> I'm sure that was him, but I'm having a quick Google here as we talk around. But yeah. Uh, so yes well there you go that was at the return of Darth Maul a bit meh but then we know next week he, he suddenly loses all his legs and he gets down to two and he goes and kicks some ass so um, jolly good jolly it, so, so as, as I haven't seen it and I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not um, worried about spoilers and all the rest of it so how many, how many legs has he got to start with then Eat. He's got a whole host, does he? He's like he's basically just it's half of Darth Maul and half of a spider because he's got the giant big um, bulbous ass of a spider and then all the legs coming off it and yeah, he's basically just a a walking talking spider basically. Oh, right. 
six legs. Um, yeah. And he seems to next week have acquired two. And um, but yeah, he's. I mean, Sam Whitworth. I mean, talk about just playing a nut job. I mean, it really did come across as a psycho. So um, I guess you would be after spending ten. Yeah, I think he did a great job. Really good job. Um, so there we go, Mall's back, and it was a bit of an eh, experience all round, I think, so far. We've yet to hear what RC thinks, but um, yeah, yeah. Um, quick little uh, break time, I think, just to uh, talk about ChowronToys.com, who sponsor this uh, podcast, and uh, you can get some cool freebies. If you want to get some Star Wars Lego, and frankly, who doesn't, because it's damn cool these days, Head on to childrentoys.com and if you spend only $35, and that's US dollars for anybody listening in the UK, it's very cheap US prices. And uh, again, you won't have to go far to spend 35 bucks. And if you do, uh, once you get to the checkout, just simply put in the code flyguy.net352. That's in the special instructions area when you're checking out. And you'll get a free uh, Lego Star Wars set, a mini uh, AAT, that's an armored assault tank from the Phantom Menace. Absolutely free. So offer expires March 31st until stocks uh, run out. So get on there quick. And lots more little uh, freebies and goodies coming from these guys. Even this month, we've got a lot more um, little free sets and stuff. So keep tuned to Boeing Conversation anyway, and we'll tell you all about them. Um, on with some other stuff. Um, you guys, We were talking about some getting some product in the UK. And just as a bit of a recap, you're both saying you're finding plenty of stock and uh, RC. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, um, saying earlier, I popped into Toys R Us uh, last week, and um, on top of the, like the the Phantom Menace figures that they've you know released and the vintage line and some of the new uh, movie heroes and mm. uh, things like that, we've had some old. Uh, I say old. It's brand spanking new as far as I was concerned in Toys R Us, but um, sort of uh, Clone Trooper Buzz, um, the Arf Trooper from Commander Keeley's little gang. So that, you know, that I got that one because I wanted that one. So, uh, yeah, it was was nice to see some new stuff actually on the shelves. Cool. And Seth Lord, you're saying the same, your stores are just swimming, I think, by the sounds of it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, Nice. Pretty much managed to complete because the you know the Walmart exclusive wave of Discover the Force figures that you yes. guys have got. Um, they're selling that wave in Asda stores oh, uh, cool. over here in the UK, and uh, they've had a massive clearance um, on all Star Wars stuff. And I managed to pick up um, some of these uh, Discover the Force figures recently. I think I've, I've pretty much cleared out Asda in terms of stock <laughs> um, these past couple of weeks because um, because. I mean, a lot of the figures in the wave are repacks, but there's a fair few um, brand new figures in it, like the Aura Singh and there's the Gungan Warrior and Mahonic and all that kind of thing. Um, sure. And I picked those up and they, they were on sale actually for £6.30. So I was like, yoink. Oof, grabbed all of them. No, grabbed all of those um, and then oh, went, in John, went in John Lewis a few weeks back and picked up all the new Clone Wars figures. So I got the new Curdy and the new Clone Trooper and Chewie and stuff. 
And then I went in John Lewis again this week and found the new wave of Movie Heroes figures. Um, the wave with the light up lightsabers and Fantastic. we talked about these on the we talked about these on the on last on the last podcast and I was saying how much I actually quite like the new gimmicks and <laughs> I think I, I think I think I was met with a bit of disagreement there. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I've I've picked them up and they're, they're really really cool. I absolutely love them. Uh, so yeah, I got that and I got the new um, little young Anakin Skywalker figure with the basically just a giant pod race engine that he's got strapped to his back and yeah, <laughs> really cool figures and they were only five ninety nine as well so we're getting all this new product and we're getting it at really cheap prices as well so it's all good that is good keep it up Hasbro yeah <laughs> not, it's not very often I say that either <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that's certainly a pretty and it's Keep it coming, absolutely. We've we've seen a little bit of price reduction as well, which is um, they they must know they must know uh, so that they've obviously they, they don't release prices in a hurry, that's for sure. But um, yeah, it, it, look, it's nothing better than getting products. And I, I, I must admit, for a movie release, it sounds like you're getting plenty of stock. We've not quite had all that much stock here. It's been it's been okay, and Toys R Us have certainly put a, a great deal of stuff. Um, around their stores and things and uh, our kind of equivalent of as the big w has certainly stocked some of that stuff that you're talking about the the aura sing wave yet to see the the light up things um but i'm not in a hurry myself to see them but uh, yeah i don't know I, it's been a little bit pie. some people i think are still struggling to get some figures um but the u.s seem to be getting the deleted waves and it is nice to see a lot more stuff on shelves. Four dollars for four dollars. No. I know, I know. We spoke about it the last call. <laughs> um, four dollars, and certainly one of the guys on the call, Nabil six nine zero one, a great reviewer in the US, was talking. He managed to pick them up at that price, as did Whit. And uh, yeah, four bucks, four bucks a figure, about two pounds in the UK. Um, yeah. Just could you imagine? Uh, that'd be interviewed. so. Um, no, I, I couldn't imagine that. You like, couldn't imagine. Nice. I know. Sorry, I know. <laughs> I we just try, but I don't think we could. <laughs> we never get sales like that in the UK or Australia. It's just, um, oh, but there you go. So yeah, it's good to see some stuff on shelves. Certainly, the Lego seems to be out there as well in full force, and um, I'm just hoping it continues. I hope we don't get this kind of dip after the the Phantom Menace uh, goes out of cinemas that we just get this kind of yeah. plonk into darkness again. But um, but there we go. That's what I'm really scared of because I've got a feeling that it's going to be a long time until we see those Blu-ray deleted scene figures. I think what with the movie release, um, you know, we've done quite well in terms of getting all the new stuff. But as soon as the Avengers or a big blockbuster film like that hits screens That's over here in the UK, I think we're absolutely. I think we're going to be good, buggered for for new Star Wars stuff. So That's time will point. <clears throat> Um, it's kind of time I went to the uh, Toy Fair in Australia here um, last week. Uh, Four-day event, absolutely massive in the Melbourne Exhibition and Conference Centre. Humongous uh, amount of uh, displays on there. Frankly, I was only interested in two of them, Lego and Hasbro, and they were huge, big uh, stalls. The Lego stall uh, was having all the kind of... Um, all these new sets, the Hobbits and uh, uh, the Lord of the Rings stuff and... Uh, the Gamarine Guard and the Jabba's Palace and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they were being very uh, uh, pushy at the doors and not letting a lot of people in, but thanks to some co a cool store here at uh, shopforme.com.au, I was able to go along with them. And um, Hasbro, great people there. Thankfully, I managed to know a couple of people from Hasbro Asia, and, and they've been very nice and supportive, and so I managed to get to meet them and have a look around. But n nothing new that none of us have, haven't seen any uh, before. 
So all the, you know, there's no like kind of new reveals that we haven't seen at, you know, the UK Toy Fair or, or America's Toy Fair. But um, just nice to see all the products and stuff on shelf. And they had a massive stand, huge amount of uh, uh, focus, as you said, uh, Seth Lord, on uh, the Avengers this year, huge amount. But it's the one thing that caught my eye was um, how much of even those figures that are coming out are almost repacks in that wave and have limited articulation. So... Mm. There, there really must be something in the company overall about profits and cutting back. And we've t- we've heard that the Clone Wars last year was being cut back to minimal amounts of figures. Uh, we've heard that the vintage might go on hiatus for a little bit to get the Builder Droid, which is essentially kind of repacking stuff. Uh, and given the Marvel figures are, are, are cut down in articulation too, I think we're in a bit of a global financial crisis for uh, Hasbro, I think, really, in terms of cutting back. Um Sorry, uh, Steve. You were saying that they they were cutting back on on the vintage releases. Well, the vintage releases no. is that like the, the or the vintage vintage carded. The kind of rumor. I, th- I thought that was quite popular, wasn't it? Uh, it is, but I think what, what's happening is the vintage collections going on hiatus <clears throat> later on or late on this year. That's what I'd heard. Mm. Um, to be replaced with another revamped uh, builder droid line. Right. Is that news to both of you, or I thought? I'd heard rumblings about it, but I'm, I'm sort of waiting to see official sure. confirmation because I can't see. Because I, th- I thought I thought the vintage line was supposed to run through till at least 2013, and I can't imagine them announcing anything like that this early. So, and there's still a lot of vintage waves to come out, so I can't imagine them cutting it this uh, this quickly. I think, I mean, you're beginning to see, like, we talked about the the fact that uh, Rolf and uh, Obi-Wan are, are packed in the, <laughs> you know, the kind of cheaper line. Well, no, it's not actually cheaper at all, but they're packed in the uh, Phantom Menace kind of line. Um, and they're also the same, roughly the same figures that are in the vintage collection. So I think you're going to, well, it seems to be anyway. I think it makes sense for them to, to maybe just put it on hold for a short while and then bring out some of these, you know, more... Stock, stock. The builder droid was really successful, so I think if they can get people to buy, rather than just buy the one figure they need, like you know maybe RC or the fact the three of us just buy the clone in a wave, get us to buy that entire wave, mm. and maybe reduce price point might mm. be the way forward. But look, pure speculation, pure speculation. But uh, is that not kind of what you guys had heard? Is there something different or no? No, like I said, it was just the rumor that I'd heard. So. Mm. I should wait and see. Yeah, I hadn't heard sort. Of, I hadn't heard anything, but it was just a surprise about the vintage because you know that it is quite an attractive um, sort of display. Mm. Mm. Well, we're up to uh, feature, you know, with the old style yeah, car backs and that. We're, we're going to be up to I think about 120 in the vintage line if I think all the numbers are. You know, the, we're up to VC90 or something just now with these deleted scenes figures, and we've got at least mm. 25 that we've seen. Um, so I think that'll probably take us through to maybe like 2013, like this time next year. But then what I'm saying is I think that's, you know, they put a pause on it for a little while, build up the anticipation mm. of the vintage collection again, probably, if you think about it, to make sense for... And if this ties in with other kind of news we hear and rumours we hear that... In the next six months, we'll get Attack of the Clones in 3D. Maybe next year, we'll get Revenge of the Sith. And if you think about it, then the Vintage Collection maybe comes back when A New Hope comes back out in 3D. That would be a good timing. Maybe, to kind of... 
Yeah, they'd be pretty stupid if they didn't bring the vintage line back for the original film. Exactly, exactly. Because if, if they do some sort of original trilogy-themed packaging in the similar style that we've got now with Darth Maul being the sort of brand leader, uh, I don't think a lot of collectors are going to be too happy because, you know, it's the, the collectors... It doesn't work, does it? No, yeah. the collectors go nuts for the vintage stuff and, mm. you, you know, you'll see them just ripping the absolute turd out of all this... <laughs> All the, all the newer sort of more modern packaging, so I can't really, I can't really imagine that meeting. Uh, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd like to think that when the original films do hit the screen and we get a new toy line for it, I'm hoping that we'll get sort of what we've got at the minute, where we'll have movie figures on vintage cards, but we'll have sort of a subline at the side of it, like movie heroes. Mm. So, you know, so that it keeps everybody happy. <laughs> I think, I, I, by the sounds of it, and again, pure speculation, uh, it seems to be that they're trying to do a lot of uh, restock of figures that have sold really well in the past and that people are still clamoring for. Um, so, I mean, again, this year we're going to get Gamory and Guards out again. We're going to get some, I think it was Rebel Commandos out again this year. There's going to be a few other figures that people were after but they couldn't get hold of. And I think that uh, given the financial state, maybe it's a case of... Uh, you know, they they go for the most popular, the 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 builder droid stuff, and get people buying all sorts of figures. And who knows? Who knows? I'm purely speculating. Probably kind of lots of toy fans out there going no, but um, I don't know. Uh, the rumor didn't come from here; it came from all over the web. I think about the vintage collection. So, uh, and it seems, according to some good guys, I was on a podcast with them the other day, the Separatist Destroyers, uh, a couple of uh, great guys, I think in the UK actually. Um, who uh, run a show, a podcast there, and and they'd heard, and I believe it must have been out there at one point, that Hasbro were talking about killing off the, the Q&A, the, the fanboy Q&A that we have. Um, I don't know if that's something you'd heard, Sith Lord, at, over at your kind of It tends to happen quite a lot. Um, in the Q&A? The, the Q&A, because it, it came back not so long ago, and then it sort of disappeared again. Um, but yeah, it, it happened a while back when they said that they were going to cancel it, and then, as I said, it, it came back, and now they're saying about cutting it off again. It's like, make your mind up, you know. <laughs> you, either keep it, you either keep it, or you get rid of it. Just oh, decide already, because, you know, get people getting excited to ask questions, and then they don't get the chance. Uh, mm. Make up your mind. Quite right, quite right. Um Look, where we're talking about toys, just another quick slot, uh, just to remind you of BigBadToyStore.com. Um, these guys, I'm beginning to get a lot more pre-order stuff from them because um, I, I get this bad habit of I see something and I think, oh, wait, I'll maybe see it in stores. Inevitably, pff, no chance. And, um, you know, you never get to see it. And then I go back and I hunt around the web and the damn thing's gone up in price through the flipping roof. So I'm placing a lot more pre-orders at BigBadToyStore.com because I can get it. And I know it comes. Uh, and like a, a review I did just this week, it's just going up. The, the large jumbo Stormtrooper, which I bought from them, BigBadToyStore.com, 67 bucks to get it, um, to buy it. And um, it's already in stores here for just over 110 So, yeah, you can see the difference already. You can, yeah, exactly. Mm. Basically get two for the price of one. So um, pre-orders, pre-orders, pre-orders. Get in there and get them. They've got a ton of stuff this year for The Hobbit. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles apparently is coming back. Who knew? Uh, Batman, The Dark Knight. Um, not a lot of Star Wars here listed just now, but they've got a great deal of um, other regular stuff in stock. If you're a G.I. Joe fan, well, you get on get on to Big Bad Toy Store because they uh, get some exclusive sets uh, just from them. Uh, the only, you can only get them from there. 
and some Halo, Halo 4s coming back this year, and they've got some figures and stuff. Um, any of you guys ever played Halo 4, or are you a gamer RC? I know you've played Republic Commandos, funnily enough, but do you... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I don't get the time. Don't get the time. <laughs> no, no. I'm the the last game I've sort of sort of played was Resident Evil Four. Oh, that's come back a few years. I, <laughs> I played that to death, and um, you know I've, I've played Lego Lego Star Wars, but yeah, I'm. You're not I've, a big I've gamer. I've sort of got to the stage where no, no. I I used to I used to in in my youth, but. I just haven't got a blooming time for it now. So, oh, well, a, usually it, sort of helping out on homework in the evening and stuff like that. That's a good game. <laughs> and other su- other such exciting <laughs> exciting activities. Never mind. Well, yeah, there's, yeah. There's a ton of stuff. It just there's there's so much stuff that's made into toys these days. Like the Batman uh, Arkham City, I think it was a beautiful looking game. Mm. Uh, that's got a big ass range of uh, figures for it just now. Uh, that have came out and Assassin's Creed, which again was a game, and now it's got figures everywhere. So, anyway, I could go on all day. There's tons of stuff. Check them out. BigBadToyStore.com. So, um, into some things we've bought and things we're reviewing. And as usual, Mr. Sith Lord, uh, uh, who basically he owns the Phantom Menace, uh, and now a bit of the Clone Wars too. What have you been buying? Mm hmm. Um,. Not much in terms of... Well, it's not so much I've been buying Clone Wars stuff, it's just I've been reviewing it recently. Okay. Um, I'm still bu- I'm still buying Phantom Menace. I'm still not caught up yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, recently I just... I just uh, I reviewed a couple of the the new 2012 uh, Clone Wars figures. I finally got round to reviewing Commander Cody because everybody was saying, when are you going to review Cody? He's the one that we all want to see. So he got thrown up there and I also went back in time a little bit to... Uh, 2011 and I reviewed uh, Commander Jet since I got a lot of requests for him as well so check them out check them out what did you think of it you've got down your list there that you uh, I haven't watched your reviews as yet uh, I've watched some of your one of Jet but and Cody's just awesome I think we'll all agree um, Cody is awesome actually that new figure what did you did you think that or did you yeah yeah I, I really like it. Um, it it's one of those figures I've got this sort of theory that if a figure lacks in articulation it's got to make up for it in terms of how it looks and i think this is definitely one of those figures it looks really really cool and again you're probably going to hate me but i like the jetpack <laughs> the biggest <laughs> the big huge one yeah oh. i love it i love it <laughs> oh steve go and hang your head in shame go on. off you go <laughs> i love it i don't know i'm, oh, I'm going back to sort of being 10 years old again i'm just loving all these rocket firing things and the big jetpacks and i love it it's brilliant <laughs> i have this this little box uh little box isn't it? a huge box of um it's the things that Hasbro put in the figures that I go, crap, and I just chuck it in the box, and it's absolutely massive. All these huge blasters that are like five times the size of the figure. And Anyway, um, <laughs> talking of things, silly things, I think, that come with it, um, spinning lightsabers. What did you think of the new Anakin? I've not watched your review yet. What did you, for everyone else, what, give them a quick summary. It's a, well, it's a reasonable enough figure. It's not, you know, it's not a bad figure by any stretch, but... If you've got the the 2011 version, then it really is a case of which one you prefer the look of because the new one it's not an upgrade. You know they haven't done anything 
significantly different to warrant the purchase. You know, there's no added articulation or anything mm-hmm. like that. And it's a bit more thinned out than the original. So, you know, if you like the look of it, then buy it. But if you're expecting to get something that's um, a lot better than the previous one, then you're going to be let down because it's just, it's it's not an upgrade as such. It's just like an alternate version, if you will. Because mm. it's, like, as I say, it's not, it's no better. It's, it just looks different. So. It's, it's not, is it? It's just a complete, it's just so not, it's like a sideways step. It's like an alternative look yeah. for them. There's not really any difference. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, they haven't done anything significantly different to it's, sort of warrant yeah. the purchase. It's a very bizarre figure, I think. And what, what did you think of the the, uh, the spinning lightsaber thing? Since you like that kind of stuff, was it fun? Good? Mm, that's probably that's probably the exception to the rule. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just thought it, it it's just a glorified McDonald's toy. It is, isn't it? Like that's it. what I, I thought. thought. Especially the fact that the lightsaber that you can actually see in the disc isn't even the same length as a lightsaber. It just looks crap. <laughs> it just looks really, really bad. It sounds like somebody's upset because he's lost it down the back of the bed and he can't reach it. <laughs> no, that's the that's the that's the that's the missile from Commander Jet's uh, rocket launcher that I've lost and can't find anywhere. But I've got about six million under my bed, so I'll just replace it with one of those. But no, I just didn't like it. I just thought it looked like a, it looked like something you'd get in a Happy Meal. So no, I didn't score anything on that one. Well, RC, you're a you're a a much more selective collector, uh, selective collector, um, and you've been buying some um, some more sideshow. So, do you want to give folk a little yes, summary of, yes. of what you've been buying? Yeah, I, <clears throat> well, I, I did pre-order the the uh, clone captain and the four hundred and forty second. Whatever happened to what did you say the four hundred forty first? But the four hundred forty second secret battalion. Uh, Phase two clone, because um, I, I ordered them on uh, Forbidden Planet. Now, crikey, when was that? I think that was November or something like that. Oh wow! Yeah. And I kept waiting and waiting, and they had the release date of June, and kept waiting, and then I started emailing, and I didn't get any joy, and so I ended up cancelling my order with Forbidden Planet, and um, I did get them off uh, a couple of good. Um, sites on Tinterweb from America and um so I finally got them through. Nice. I think if you look on Forbidden Planet now they they're still got a release date of June. So oh, I, I don't quite know what's happening with their suppliers so <laughs> I've given up I've given up the ghost on those. So I take it that there isn't really a, a, a really recommended for both of you a really recommended place to get sideshow stuff in the UK. Was it always Forbidden Planet or yeah. they just they suck a bit really? I usually tend to pick up my sideshows. Um, Start action, or it's no, they don't sell sideshows. They oh. used to, but they don't anymore, which is a bit of a shame. Um, but it's it's the brick and mortar Forbidden Planet that I used to pick up my sideshows from because they, but they haven't got any new ones in recently. I'm really disappointed. The newest thing that they've got in is the the Gamorrean Guard, um, but it's not crazy. something I'm I'm really interested in picking up, and especially since he's 110 quid, which is a little bit much for a Gamorrean. Um, wow. about the same price as the vintage collection one really isn't it but, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but now while we've been recording this podcast I've just been having a, a troll through eBay and I came across um, probably uh, have you got have you got Commander Bly RC 
Yes, yes, yeah. I have. All oh, right, I can say it then without uh, without worrying about you going and buying it. Then uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I managed to find a Commander Bly on eBay for ninety nine quid, so I think I'm going to pounce on that before it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just the other week, it was um, I was talking to somebody on on YouTube, and they'd got a, a sideshow Darth Vader that they wanted to sell on, and that arrived <gasps> a few weeks nice. ago. So I bought that off him, and it's. Freaking awesome! Is, I love it. It's so cool. Is that a is that a pure sideshow or is it a real action heroes yeah, one? It's it's nice. No, it's sideshow. Nice. It's and it's nice. it's huge. It's absolutely massive. I think that came out like a year and a half ago or something, and it just sold out like that, just instantly. Yeah, it's it. I mean, on eBay, you're looking at paying at least 200 quid for it and i managed to get it and i managed to get it for 70 quid including postage wow Wow. including postage crikey that's not bad at all is it (laughs) i was kind of kind of of happy with that and and because when i was talking with the guy about buying it off him um i got the impression that it was loose but complete and when it came through the uh through the post i was like yeah rip rip open the cardboard box and inside it it was all in its packaging it was like it had never been opened i was like jesus that's brilliant (laughs) (laughs) practically brand new and i got it for 70 quid so that's going to get a review later today if the if the sun stays out nice so uh, rc i should have sorry i'm I'm drifting away we we, we were um you've got a couple of ones you've just not quite put reviews up yet but what did you think of the ones i think you said the you told us about the 442nd but yeah, I've got, I've got to, um, I've yet got to do a review, a review of that one. Um, so hopefully I'll get that done this afternoon. But I was pleased to get the uh, the, the the phase one clone captain because then that sort of completes the set of mm. the um, all the phase one clones. The so. M and M troopers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Red, green, yellow, blue. They took the time in that. I mean, that's taken us all basically the last two-ish years, I think, to kind of collect them all. But uh, yeah, yeah. You'd think they'd churn them out, but I guess that they know our wallets need to, a bit of a breather. But uh, that's that's I suppose that's the only reason it's been sort of like sort of held back a little bit, just so we're not all financially broke. <laughs> I like trying to get them all. I really liked your. Um, uh, I'm a huge fan of R5 Astromex as well, and you put up this video of all this this stuff you had in your collection. I really liked it. Did, I, I, what was it about R5 that kind of turned you on, or what was it that you just loved R5? That was it. <laughs> I've, 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 for, for whatever reason, I've always preferred um, R5D4 to, dare I say it, R2D2. It's, I, I don't know why. It's, it's, I just, if R2 was red, I might love R2 more. I don't know. But I've, I, you know, from when I first saw Star Wars <coughs> years ago, um, I've, I've always loved this little R5 I know, droid. I know. And, um, and it was then. When did I start getting them? It was only a few months ago. I started getting them and getting them on eBay and sort of, I, I sort of like prying on people that didn't necessarily know what it was. Just labelled like a Star Wars droid or something or, or Star Wars figure, and you know some some sellers are trying to sell them for twenty quid, and I I, I got three droids for the price of ninety nine p sort of thing, and it was <laughs> so. <laughs> I was quite pleased, and uh, you know, I've, I've got, I've got, mo- I've got most, I've, I've got most of them. There was one in that, um, is it assault on Yavin, or something to do with Yavin? G two, I think it is. No, oh, the the red and black. 
the red and oh, black one. Ah, oh, you lucky bugger. <laughs> no, I haven't. No, I haven't got him. I'm a oh, right. bugger. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that goes for absolutely silly money. I've I've yeah, never it seen does. it less for like thirty quid in it. So. It's mad. You... I think I'd be hung, drawn, quartered by Mrs. R.C. <laughs> 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 well, you've there's um you had a great I think there's eight or nine of them you had nine or ten I can't remember but you, yeah. um yeah orange and black and green and but oh my god there's I I never actually believed that there was so many I've never seen them all lined up like that but um there's one if you haven't seen it right now I don't think you've got it in your collection I think it's R five J two or it's came out again I can't remember it's one I think that was in a <clears throat> it was in a, a Y wing fighter. Yeah, I did get. Oh, you that. did get them. It's like it. a yellowy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the the three D. That's what I was just. Oh, there's, is a, there's a new one from. I think it's the oh, same. I said the one that the one that's, the one that's come out in the three D line. If that's the one you're talking yeah. about. Um, is that an R8? It's, it's 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 weird. It's got a weird name. It's G A R three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of the it's one of the Naboo droids, I think. But it, it's yeah. it's incredibly similar to the one that came with the Y wing a while oh, back. Oh, is that what it is? Um, just minus a little bit of weathering. It's just yeah. a, a more clean version. But yeah, he's from the he's from the Naboo Starfighter, uh, Starfighter, Starship. Because um, he gets oh, the right. the droid rack. That's right. With him and stuff. So I've got that coming as well soon. Yes. <laughs> Hooray for droids. <laughs> <laughs> So you'll you'll need to get another one, RC. There you go. Uh, but it, I mean, he's going to be in your stores anyway. So um, and your Asda's uh, hunt for your R5. You're missing R5. Yeah. Yes, I know. An exciting trip to Asda this afternoon. Woo-hoo. Sorry, mm. Debs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were lucky enough to uh, uh, hear uh, thanks to, and we talked about this in the last podcast, but just a, a brief one. Um, thanks again to Darth Conlon, a little. Uh, a little furry helper in the background, a little Ewok who runs around and, and does a great job and finds all these toys for me and phones me up and says, do you want one of these? And I say, yes. And uh, he managed to pick up all these deleted scenes, which are hard as hell to find. Um, and they've just came out, I think, literally. So they were pr- pretty cool. Although there's definitely looks the king of the castle out the wave. Um, Colonel Kraken, eh, not so much. Um, and Leah and the the Lando is fantastic. He's uh, I love the uh, finally getting a cool uh, Lando skiff guard underneath all the garb, the sandstorm garb, which I just don't really need. But um, but the one thing that's pretty cool and it surprised me was the um, um, managed to get um, the Darth Maul double edged lightsaber. Not something I was going to buy, but it was sent along for review and. Um, my God, this thing is good fun. If you haven't had a chance to play with it, um, it's it's absolutely brilliant. I didn't realise how much fun these things were, and I was kind of playing around the house with it, and Mrs. Fly Guys get the lightsaber, and she's whacking. It was, honestly, talk about being a big kid, it was just great fun, really good fun. And you can get this really cool flick when you um, hold the two buttons in the saber, and it flicks open to the full Darth Maul thing, and... So, uh, yes, I was acting like a complete five-year-old uh, the last week. So um, check that one out because it's uh, plenty good fun, I have to say. Um, anything else you guys have bought or you're planning to buy? You're just off to, to about to get or acquire or what's next on the list? Everything? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably the Blu-ray deleted figures. Cool. Um but as I said, it's probably going to be quite a while until I get my hands on those. Uh, I think Star Action figures have got them up for pre-order. Um, 
but I just don't have the money to put to one side at the minute to get them. So might be a while until I get those. But at the minute, it, in terms of what's out in stores, it's just the new. And again, you're probably going to hate me, but it's probably the new Jar Jar that I want to pick up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> He's a well-made figure. He's a well-made figure. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's just like, you know, it's it's Jar Jar at the end of the day. He's a key character. You've got to have at least one, and the original doesn't really hold up by today's standards. Uh, got to get it. And for five ninety nine, come on. You can't skip it at that price. <laughs> Did you, a, a, a Facebook kind of a fan, uh, Jamie, uh, has been hunting around for some of these Phantom Menace ships, like the Naboo Royal Starship and others. Have you seen much of the vehicles, you guys, in the UK in terms of... Phantom Menace stuff, apart from the figures, have you seen the vehicles? I yeah, I have. You have, yeah. Um, so they're yeah. out there. Okay. Um, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. But they're a lot more expensive than I'd like to like to think. I mean, the the pod races have just been re-released again, um, and you can still get the originals on on eBay for like ten pounds. Um, but the stores are selling the new. I mean, if you if you keep in mind that the original pod races um, came with a figure, and That's you right. can still get them on eBay in mint condition for like ten quid, um, and you're going into stores now and seeing the new pod. Well, I say new, the repacked yep. pod races minus the figure and the thirty quid. Oi. And it's just it's bizarre. But yeah, the the Sith infiltrators out there and the pod races are out there and. Uh, I think Forbidden Planet have just recently got the new Vulture Droid and the Dewback as well. So, which and I think they're a bit uh, a little bit cheaper as well. Yeah, well, that's good to see you getting the Dewback because I think at one point it was only in the US and Walmart that last release that that came out, which mm-hmm. was a bit of a bummer. Yeah. But um, and I noticed this one says on the the in fact somebody pointed out on the boring conversation anyway Facebook page was it mentions Posable Tail, but um, it doesn't. <laughs> So um, I said that the tail isn't posable on mine. Yeah, no, exactly. Strange. So um, and yet, and the box art looks completely different from the figure you get. So um, it, yeah. it may have been one of those cases where they were going to do a different design of the Dewback, and they got the box art ready, and it's going to have a posable tail, and then they thought, uh oh, money, save time, let's just repack the old one. So um, which would kind of fit if you think about it, when what we've talked about with the, the mm. job cuts and stuff, but. What about you, RC? Anything that you're just etching to buy and can't wait to get your hands on? Well, I've got um, Commander Picara on Ooh, cool. uh, pre-order, so on uh, sideshow scale. So I'm just patiently biding my time. <laughs> I think that's uh, May, May release. I hate you. <laughs> if it does, I hate you. <laughs> released in May or <laughs> could be December. I don't know, but um, yeah. That's your next biggie. And uh, it's it's, I've, it's all gone a bit quiet because um, there's not sort of many new figures being released, and you know, well, for, from my perspective, like clones or stormtroopers sure. or variants of it's it's all gone very sort of very quiet. So, Ooh. which is a good thing because I'm I've got some money to spend on other things. <laughs> hey, that you've said it's all gone quiet. But, uh, You'll hear from Sideshow this week, and it'll just be biker scouts, yeah. snow troopers, and blah blah blah. Snow troopers, yeah. And you'll just be like, <laughs> damn it. I, so <laughs> I keep waiting for them to sort of like get some sneak peeks out, and it's like, Debs, Debs, come and look, and it's you'll be, oh yeah, where are we going to shove that one? And. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, uh, Steadily encroaching around the whole of downstairs with these blimmin' sideshow figures, bless her. Oh, no. 
There we go. Well, I think the next one I'm looking forward to is Mr. Boba Fett in Sideshow. Is not that far away. I think he's uh, due in the next couple of months. Um, so, um, so that'll be another one I'm sure you've pre-ordered at some point. And if not, I'm sure it'll appear in stores in mass quantities. It has to, surely. So that's one that could be rather cool. But um, apart from that, I think that's us. So, um, look, you can find these awesomely talented chappies. Uh, Mr. Sith Lord is on YouTube.com slash Sith Lord 229 and also on... Everywhere.com. Everywhere.com. <laughs> Blogger.com. You're on Twitter at Twitter.com slash Sith Lord 229 as well? The Sith Lord 229 because some buggers nick my name. <laughs> <laughs> that is only, so I had to change it a little bit. There's only one Sith Lord out there, people. So if you've got the name... Do you know, it's such a... I don't know why people... Everyone seems to want to be the Sith Lord. <laughs> it's like... Uh, yeah. Anyway, so you, you stake your claim, boy. You were there first. And um, RC, everyone can find you. YouTube.com slash... RC1608. Surprise, surprise. Are you not a twitter? You not a not a tweeter? Not a, a fe- you're on Facebook, but you, you're not a, a tweeter or anything. I'm, I'm on Facebook by Mrs. RC one six. So you are. Um, <laughs> you, you often comment and things, and I think there's a girl on her page, but it's really you. So uh, it, yes, sorry to disappoint you. It's just, it's just me. I think Mrs. Flyguy was like, "Who's this Debbie Matthews person?" I was like, "Well, actually, darling, it's a, it's, a, it's really just a man." And she just she looked to me like, you "Have transsexuals on your page?" Yeah, I'm like, yeah, so, there you go. It's RC1608 with address. Um, cool. Thank you both for joining us again for another nutty call. And uh, uh, yep, please join us all at, uh, um, on the podcast page, and you can find me at uh, flyguy.net, and all the stuff is there. So that's us for Brewing Conversation Enemy 31, and we'll see you for number 32 real soon. Cheers from me. Ciao. Thank you. Bye bye. Brewing Conversation Anyway. Start recording, and I'll see something. Blah, blah, blah. And what do you guys? Blah, do, 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 do. Bloody, 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 bloody. Lovely. <laughs>